Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So Pelosi went to Taiwan. And the world keeps spinning. That's the point. Now, I still think that when you're threatened by China, the loudmouth gas bags that they are, you respond. And they deserve response. They deserve to be treated poorly. China wants to talk about respect. China doesn't deserve any respect. China doesn't give any respect. They're communists. They're all liars. They're all frauds. They're all murderers. Every single one of them. History proves this time and again. And when I talk about Pelosi, please don't think that I'm I'm a fan. I am not a fan. No part of me is a fan. But I had no issue with her going. I thought it was the right trip. I thought I think it's important to show China that you'll go anywhere you choose. And they are abusive towards Taiwan. Something the world should state, should declare. You're abusive. You're an overaggressive power. You're violent. And you're worthless. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833-GOT-TONY. That's the number. Feel free. Call in. Love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. That is the number. Wasn't the end of the world. Wasn't starting a uh, a war with, with China. Not at all. Not at all. That, that was never happening. China doesn't decide where we go. You don't have to like that she went. You can disagree with her going. China gets no say in the matter at all. Not just none, less than none. That's the take. It's not the biggest story of the day, though. Primary results are a big story of the day. Trump cleaning up is a huge story. Because his primary nominations were outrageously successful. Blake Masters, the race for a Senate, winning the Republican nomination. He's, a, he's 35. He's a venture capitalist. He, he, he looks weird. He, 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 he looks like he came in third place in the Tony Robbins lookalike contest. Just the... Uh, the squared off kind of head and awkward, awkward looking dude. But hey, might might be good. I know zero about the man, zero about the man. He'll be challenging Mark Kelly, the Democrat, the former astronaut. I don't know, maybe still an astronaut. Maybe maybe once an astronaut, always an astronaut. So Trump supported him. He comes away with a victory. You have uh, in, where was it? Oh, in Michigan. You have in Michigan a very, very large congressional race where you had 
Representative Meyer, who pushed for impeachment, being taken out by John Gibbs. Gibbs was supported by Trump and supported by Democrats who thought he'd be a much easier guy to beat. They think that they, this is a possibility of, of a flip. There's reports that the market, that the district is now leaning Democrat. John Gibbs, you don't know him. That's okay. Neither do I. I know this. He's a black man. So I guess uh, based on, on the rules, if you don't vote for him, you're a racist. Whoa, don't, don't get angry with me. I'm, I am just saying that there are rules uh, about these things. And if you in this world don't vote for a black person you're a little bit racist well you're a little bit too i guess we're both a little bit racist admitting it is not an easy thing to do but i guess it's true between me and you i think everyone's a little bit racist sometimes so that that's all there is to it by the way this show more show tunes than any radio show in America, guaranteed, or your money back. I couldn't tell you thing one. There, there, there's only so many races I can keep up with. I know some Republicans upset that Peter Meyer lost the district. You know, you can be opposed to something Trump did and not push for impeachment. And don't be surprised when people say that was the wrong move. We're done with you. We're just, we're just finished. And this brings about, of course, the next question. Okay, Trump has had some good success in primaries. What about in a general? What happens in the general election? Because, well, that's all that matters. No, nothing else matters right there. Like, for example, the race in Missouri for the Republican Senate primary. Eric Schmidt comes out on top. Thank goodness, Eric Greitens comes in in third. Was very happy to see that Greitens was not chosen. Thank goodness the people of Missouri know how to do the right thing. Greitens a damn fool. How is Schmidt going to do in that race? I have absolutely, positively no clue. This is the race to, to be the successor to Roy Blunt, Republican who is retiring. But this was a, a position where they didn't go with the most radical guy. They went with a guy who they believe sensibly can win. And I'm not so sure that in the other races... These are radical people either. I don't know anything about John Gibbs. The fact that Democrats would call him this, that, and the other doesn't mean anything. Same thing uh, with with the Arizona uh, races as well. No idea how these people are going to do. But this is now, the race is now the only thing that matters. I've been focusing in on Pennsylvania. This Pennsylvania race is super strange. Because this lieutenant governor, John Fetterman, who's the Democratic Senate candidate, this guy is a tool. 
Never mind the fact that he's just an odd-looking dude. He's always in the hoodies and everything else. This is a guy who, when he was mayor for, like, like a decade and a half, his parents paid his way. Now, sometimes there's family help, sometimes there's family businesses, sometimes there's family connections. He wasn't even trying. He got his house for a dollar that he bought from his sister, and she's paid 70 grand for it. This is a guy who could be the next senator who believes in sanctuary cities, who believes in every woke wokeism possible. And how is it possible that Dr. Mehmet Oz, who's running against him as the Republican nominee, isn't doing more to kick this guy's ass 12 ways from Sunday? They want to make Oz look like the radical. What are you talking about? John Fetterman's a goofball. He's a tool. Sanctuary cities is another policy that I very much support, says Fetterman. Sanctuary cities, again, statistically, make everybody safer. It makes everybody better. But the other side wants to demonize that because there's a dark side of populism, and that's what the other side seems to have tapped into. That if you're the wrong color and you're the wrong religion and you came from the wrong country, that you're automatically a suspect. The only person suspect in this conversation is John Fetterman. Sanctuary cities make everybody safer? What data point do you have about this statistically? How could it make everybody safer? You're claiming that people who broke the law shouldn't be responsible for the laws they broke? What else does a sanctuary city do? How is it possible that anybody is safer in that environment? You are harboring lawbreakers. I didn't say they were evil people, but they did break the law. You should say so. That's what it said. That's what we should be saying. That's not what Fetterman's saying. And then he throws in, it's because they're, they're brown. There's a guy by the name of Gary Amanoff who lived in California when I lived in, in California. O- older than me, was a part of the Republican world there. Super smart guy. Uh, if, if I was a guy who had a, a mentor, if I was that type of person, uh, he could have very, very well been it. And his commentary on illegal immigration was, if 10,000 Swedes were trying to cross the border, I would want them arrested. Trying to enter the country illegally, I'd want them arrested. That's correct. The idea that it's all racial is as garbage as can be. But let's go to the other side of where the racial really is on the immigration conversation. The political left never seems to have an issue with people coming into the country who are going to work the jobs that they want worked. If the 10,000 people, how many, how many people is it a day? Are, are, are coming, it's more than 10,000. I forget the number. The amount of people coming to the border a day, trying to sneak into the country a day, were able to be lawyers after they came into the country. You watch how quickly the political left would shut it all down. Be honest. Be clear. Because they're going to do the jobs that you want them to do, it's okay. Because they're not a threat to you. They're not a threat to your dollars. Let us be honest with each other. 
Your desire for illegal immigration is not only about votes, it's because they pose no threat to you and the work that you do. You want to talk about how elitist the political left has become, how disconnected they are from the American people. If the, if the people crossing the border could immediately become lawyers, you would shut down the border, Representative Ocasio-Cortez and others, in an hour. And your party would demand it. You think you can get votes out of it, and at least you can get some work done around the house out of it. Be honest. Be honest. When you make this claim that people say, you're the wrong color, you're the wrong religion. The wrong religion? I don't know what he's talking about there. You came from the wrong country that you're automatically a suspect. If you broke the law to get into the country, you're automatically a suspect because you broke the law. But if you want to scream racism and bigotry, how about the soft bigotry conversation, which I've never really bought into. I think bigotry is bigotry. I don't think one is soft and one, and one is less soft. You believe, hey, uh, uh, you, can, you can do the uh, uh, manual uh, labor and, and, and that, that's fine. How many times doing the jobs that Americans won't do? You mean the jobs you want to buy or, or, or pay for or hire for? How about the jobs Americans would do? How about we take a subset of, of, of illegal immigrants, immediately send them to law school through a special program where they only need a year, not three years, in terms of fairness and equity, and we make them lawyers? Let's see how that works out. Why does it have to be about mowing lawns? Which, again, is a fantastic leftist talking point. They're always bringing that up. No, I want the people coming across the border, whether they're from Mexico or Colombia or Honduras, or whether they're from Africa or from Haiti, or whether they're from any European nation or, or, or anywhere else. I want a subset of them to be given law degrees. Let's see where the left is on this plan. You want to talk about a dark side. An acceptance of illegal immigration because you believe they'll be your voter and they'll do the menial tasks that you like having done. It's a despicable bit of big bigotry. So let's call them on it. Oh, I'm sorry, am I the only person who's ever had this conversation? Uh, possibly. And I'm used to being first to conversations. I'm used to saying things that other people haven't even thought about yet. Anybody wants to argue it with me? 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. The scene outside the Capitol. A lot of emotion as the Senate passes legislation. The PACT Act, expanding health care benefits for veterans, those who developed illnesses due to their exposure to burn pits during military service. Iraq has been the conversation. It was an 86 to 11 vote. A lot of purposeful willful misinformation about why Republicans voted it down.
to begin with because the money was not properly allocated? John Stewart said that wasn't true, the comic, because he's been advocating for this. Uh, John Stewart was wrong. Yes, it was true. You took a look at it. You listened to, to Pat Toomey. Pat Toomey is he he's 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 a liar. The money was going to be engaged for discretionary spending. They could have used it for anything as opposed to having things right, having things clear. Now, I haven't looked at the final bill yet, but it seems that they got this right. They got this handled. And there's nobody who opposed the legislation. Nobody. There was a conversation about how this was brought together. The need for some amendments, the need for some specificity. This upset John Stewart. With all due respect, I don't care. I don't question that John Stewart cares about these people. I question how he went about doing it. I would say that to him directly and not give a good holy damn. Who is he? A man with an opinion, and he is entitled to it. So am I. It doesn't make his right or mine wrong. As a matter of fact, I think it's just the opposite. His passion is not a substitute for rational thought. And he was wrong in his absolute viciousness towards Republicans and not recognizing the grossness of the, politiz of the politicization from the political left. I'm glad it's done, though. It's going to get signed by, by President Biden. I think people believe that we should take care of those who take care of us. I think that's, that's uh, the, where the vast amount of Americans are and certainly should be. There's a way to do it. It's not, well, you have to do it. Pass it, pass it, pass it. What, what's it? It doesn't matter. Pass it. If you don't do it, you don't care about veterans. Oh, go to hell. If that's your argument, you're not, you're not even pretending to be a serious person. You're, you're not a legit thinker. You're not a mind. What are you? You're a screaming, petulant child who wants a cookie. And I'm not giving you cookies. Not here to just dole it out. Take two seconds to think, then get it done. It's 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 all political uh, uh, chicanery. It's not all political chicanery. If the money is not properly allocated and the money can be used for anything, how do you know it's used for your, your thing? Well, it got passed. That's all that matters. That isn't all that matters. It's why emotion, while real, isn't the thing that moves. Rationality moves. It's important. I never question whether or not uh, John Stewart's heart is in the right place with these people. I certainly question how his political motivations have been as of late. That's a damn shame. This is Tony Katz today. slam on young people but if you have worked your behind up you've tried to move yourself up the ladder you talk about people can't get gas they can't buy food they yeah. can't put their children through through any kind of college that's because they're paying off these freaking student debt what the hell is whoopi goldberg talking about
<laughs> what is she talking about? Student debt is why people can't afford food on the shelves, gas in their car to get a mortgage? What is Whoopi Goldberg talking about? It's the Pauline Kale effect, people. Oh, Pauline Kale? I'm happy to explain it. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. 833 got Tony. That's the number. 833-468-8669. That's how you get to be a part of the, 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 the show. Pauline Kale has a quote that's attributed to her, and there's no knowing whether or not she really said it or didn't. People uh, over the last decade have said, oh, stop it, it's just wrong, she didn't say it. Uh, Pauline Kale was a, a critic in New York. She did, she did uh, film critic, I think she may have done book reviews as, as, as well. And um, New Yorker magazine. And the, the quote, if you will, that's attributed to her, the thought that's attributed to Pauline Kael, comes from when Richard Nixon won uh, his election. Richard Nixon is uh, president of the United States. And uh, the quote that is, is given to her is... Nixon, Nixon, how in the world did Nixon win? I don't know anybody who voted for Richard Nixon. So the original quote, as as they say it is, I only know one person who voted for Nixon. And it became, I don't know anybody who voted for him. And it became this kind of, 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 of legend about the idea of how disconnected one is. Pauline Kael, a New York socialite, doesn't know anybody who voted for Nixon, so therefore, how could Nixon win when the people she knows, who are the only people who exist in society and who matter, didn't vote for him? I'm willing to accept if she didn't actually say it that way and all the rest, but it is attributed to Pauline Kael. And I said that this from Whoopi Goldberg is the 2022 version of Pauline Kale. Listen to her again. Slam on young people. But if you have worked your behind up, you've tried to move yourself up the ladder. You talk about people can't get gas, they can't buy food, yeah. they can't put their children through through any kind of college. That's because they're paying off these freaking student debt. She knows two people who have a lot of student debt, and she's decided that's why people across the country can't pay for food. I guess this would mean don't go to college, you won't have the debt, you can afford everything. Not quite sure if that's what she meant. But in perfect Whoopi Goldberg fashion, she has no idea what the hell she means. She has no clue what it is she's saying at all. She felt it. She said it. Therefore, it must be true. And tomorrow, when she feels something else, she'll say something else. And that will be true. And if you bring up what she said before, she'll go, how dare you? and probably call you a racist. That's my 
That's my assumption of how she would handle it. But this this take, people can't afford food and gas because of student debt, is ignorant, pathetic, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, college, uh, uh, dorm, and faculty lounge, ignorant nonsense. But we know this. We know this. We see it when when um, people are just la- lashing out without any level of mind. How many times do we have to be shown that Whoopi Goldberg actually doesn't have a mind? Doesn't know anything about the Holocaust. Doesn't know anything about this. How many ways does she have to prove to us that she doesn't know anything? In Colorado, there's a food bank director. She does an interview with ABC7 in, uh, in, in Denver, Colorado. I think maybe earlier today I said it was uh, uh, in California. My mistake. I apologize. ABC7 to me is California. My mistake. She's talking about how long the lines are for the food banks. We're seeing significantly higher numbers of people coming through our food line right now than we did all throughout COVID, even at the peak of COVID. So we are um, seeing almost 300 households a day, sometimes significantly higher than 300, which is just an enormous number of uh, families that we're trying to support every day. All those people had to pay back their student debt first. And let's turn the conversation around. Are you telling me they're paying their student debt before buying food? Who does that? Tell me who is doing anything like that. Tell me what crazy person psychopath is remotely near that reality. Well, I'd really like to feed my kids, but the student loans have to get paid. That's not happening. That is not happening at all. And to think it is, is criminally ignorant. What's happening is, is that prices are too high. Every, the rents have gone up. The utilities have gone up. And people have to make hard decisions. And they need to keep the place they are, and they're trying to find to ensure that they can feed their kids. That's what's happening. That's the situation. That's the reality. And Whoopi Goldberg is nowhere near it because she's never had to be anywhere near it. She is constantly and consistently detached from reality. Let me give you another story about being detached from reality. It's the mom of a guy who's in custody. The story goes, as reported by the New York Post, that a 20-year-old shot a 23-year-old fast food employee. That 23-year-old is in a fight for his life. She, the mom, ordered McDonald's on her mobile app and went to the restaurant about 7 o'clock to pick up her food, and the fries were cold. 
So she said, hey, the fries are cold. And the girl uh, then uh, went to the French fry machine and brought her back fries. And uh, the woman says, I thought they were uh, new fries, so I I left. And so she's like, I I tried the fries, the fries are still cold, so I went uh, back and, and brought back the food. And I said, why would you give me the same fries and just put one or two on top to make me think that you gave me new fries? And then she says the people there started laughing. The mom's like, I paid for food. I should get what I asked for, which is something that I don't disagree with. And then one of them said all this over fries. And then they're arguing. And the next thing you know, the son gets involved because she gets on the phone with her son and she's upset with McDonald's for screwing with her. And the next thing you know, uh, there's a shooting. You shot someone over cold french fries and this idea that you were disrespected. The mother's response to this shooting is that I talked to my son with the cops. My son is just saying that he got to do what he got to do, and -and so-and-so came after him, and whatever happened, happened. Got to do what you got to do? They disrespected my mom, so I had to shoot them. When the McDonald's doesn't treat you well, which you'll notice this never happens with Chick-fil-A. You can ask for your money back, and I believe you should get your money back, and that's the end of that, and then you don't go back to that McDonald's. If you believe that cold fries is a crime worth shooting someone over, well, you're demented. If shooting someone is, well, I got to do what I got to do, your life was not in danger. You could have left any time. You could have gotten your money back. You could have created a, a stink uh, with the company. And I'm not saying that you're happy about it. It's frustrating at the moment. The only thing he got to do what he got to do had to shoot him. You raised your son wrong. We've raised a society wrong. Could you imagine to think that that's the way Things should be handled. Well, if everybody in your society only handles things like, oh, mom got disrespected, bang, bang, pow, ping, you know, if, if that's it, if that's where you're at, if that's the only thing you've ever seen, just like you don't know anybody who would have voted for Nixon, just like you know two people have student loan debt, and therefore that's the reason why people are having financial hardships. Man, open your eyes, people. Open your eyes. Big, wide world out there. And there's more than one way to handle these things. What happens when not only do you not have the opportunity to see them, but what happens when you are unwilling to see them? What happens at that moment when you are unwilling to see that there's another way, there's another uh, uh, situation that clearly 
clearly the way you've been going about things, thinking about things, being told about things, well, it's not right. What happens when you actually believe that people can't pay for gas or food because of student loans? You say things as ignorant and you sound as ignorant as Whoopi Goldberg. What happens when the only world you know is, well, they disrespected somebody I know, so uh, shots have to be fired? Oh, by the way, where'd he get the gun? In New York. If that's all you know, what else do you expect? We need to demand better. We need to engage more. We clearly see that culturally, whether we're talking about the Whoopi Goldberg conversation or the McDonald's conversation, we are letting people down in a huge way, and it is absolute decay. We're seeing great examples of it in this one-two punch. How do you fix that? Oh, holy hell. We got our work cut out for us now, don't we? Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Lamborghini had a record first half of the year. So did Ferrari had an incredible year last year. They were selling like it was their job. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. And I, I got to tell you, I, I always thought that I, I I would never be a Lamborghini guy. I would never, ever, no chance, no way am I a Lamborghini guy. Don't, just not, not it. Um... Maybe, maybe possibly I could be a Lamborghini guy. Not the Lamborghini SUV. I don't get it. Now, maybe it's because I haven't driven one. Maybe if I drove one, I'd be like, damn. You know, it's, it's, um, uh, it, it's, uh, it, it, it's like the Maserati SUV. I know somebody who has the Maserati SUV, admittedly. It's hot as hell. It's so, I like Maserati. Oh, yeah. Oh, Daddy likes the Italians. Uh, and and I, I love it. But I don't know. If you're going to do a Lamborghini, you got to do it right, right? There, there, I can never even pronounce it. Is it Aventador, Ryan? Is that how you pronounce it? I'm not sure. Well, fine work you're doing, Ryan. I appreciate it. Nobody asked you to know, so it's, it's quite all right. Uh, I don't know either. And then is, is it Huracan? Like, 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 that's Lamborghini, and you're like, man, I don't, I could see it now. I don't know why. Uh, some people are like, Tony, you're having a midlife crisis. Ah, bite me. Life is short. Have fun. The people who scream midlife crisis when you get a sports car, you mean you work your whole life, you, you save, you invest, you take care of your family, now you've got time for you. You want like, like this, or you want a, a, a Mustang. Mustang convertible. Oh, you're having a midlife crisis. Oh, kiss off. You spend your money any damn way you want. Go have yourself some fun. Don't let these people decide nothing for you. Don't let them decide a dang thing. That said, um, I don't know if it's Lamborghini or, or, or Ferrari. I, I, 
I'll, I'll let other people decide. I'd have to drive both, and I would assume it's Ferrari, but I could be totally, totally wrong. Point is, only now Lamborghini sees like a, a, a cooling off kind of period. Only now does Lamborghini th- see things slowing down. First half of the year, Lamborghini shipped over 5,000 sports cars and the sport utility vehicles, up almost 5% from a year earlier. That's crazy. You see all the problems, you see all the issues. I got to assume it's people who didn't do get anything they want during the COVID times. It was like people going on vacation. Everyone I saw was going on vacation this summer. I'm like, how in the world are they affording this? I'm making the assumption they were supposed to go two and a half years ago during COVID. It got canceled. This is when they rescheduled. They were going. Right? This is when they were going. I got to assume it's the same way. You tell me, Ferrari or, or Lamborghini, or should I be thinking of something else? I don't think I'm getting either one. Maybe it's just Porsche. You decide, people. I'll do it. <laughs> this is Tony Katz today.